in the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we want to look at a few things and then we pray again. Hallelujah. What is the theme for this company? Hello. It is what? The purpose of God. Hallelujah. What is purpose? the reason for which things exist or the reason for which actions take place hallelujah it is the aim it is the goal it is the intention behind in your parents purpose precedes an action it is that which influences or produces the action hallelujah purpose is before what the action Purpose is before the action. So anytime you see something in action, there must have been an intention or a purpose for what that action. Or if you see anything existing, there must be a purpose and intention for what that existence. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I'm talking about the purpose of purpose. Hallelujah. The purpose of purpose. Number one, as I said, it precedes. It informs that we should be done. Number two, it brings rationality or brings meaning, the true meaning of things that are done. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you look at an action without his purpose, it can become foolishness to you. But if you look at it with regard to his purpose, it becomes a wise word action to you. Hallelujah. The preaching of the gospel of Christ is foolishness uh, to them that are what I'm saying is foolishness now it's foolishness to them because they do not understand what the purpose of God for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with clever words, so that the cross of Christ will not be emptied of what its effect. I'm not, I'm not supposed to sound so wise about the gospel. Hallelujah! It must be raw. Next verse. For those who are perishing, the message of the cross is what is foolishness. They've not understood the purpose of the message. They've not understood. But to us who are being saved, it is who? It is what? God's power. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm trying to say. That if you miss the purpose of an action or of, of an occurrence, you miss what is true, what meaning. The rationality behind that action is lost without what is purpose. So anytime something is going on, you must look for the purpose behind that thing. So, I said number one, purpose precedes an action. It informs that action. It produces that action. 
Number two, it gives rationality or meaning to what to the action. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number three, purpose determines the value. The value of an appearance or the value of an action. If you understood very well the purpose of God, you value your life. Hallelujah. If you understood very well the purpose of God, you value the church. Thank you, Jesus. Watch here. What then does purpose do? Five things. These are general concepts that we must have in mind. Purpose carries the power of creation. Purpose carries the power of creation. If a man will produce something, he must have purpose for that thing. He must understand fully the purpose of that thing. It carries the power to produce. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If a man can bring something to existence, the man must understand the purpose of that thing. If you are sitting in a place where there is no light, it's dark, and you think that there must be something to shine or to disperse the darkness so that you can see, that thing, that is the purpose. That purpose will lead you to the creation of what? Of light. So that is creation. Number two, purpose produces growth or development or increase it produces growth or development or increase when you understand the purpose of a thing by just i mean by that understanding you are able to ensure that that thing continues what to try or to do well so there is creation there is growth number three there is supervision or monitoring. Supervision or monitoring. Now, I'm mentioning all these things because the purpose of God has caused all these things. Hallelujah. We are going to talk about the purpose of God proper. Oh, I guess this is just an introduction. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. produces restoration so there's creation there's growth there's provision there's what restoration what it means that if you intend that something should function a particular way and then it moves away from that function becomes something else so finally you want to ensure that your purpose will start you want restore the thing bring the thing back praise the lord hallelujah as a child of God, one of the things that can help you to recover when you fall is understanding God's purpose concerning your life. A lot of people that do not recover, they have lost their consciousness of what God wants to do in their life. They've, they've given up on life. Hallelujah. If you understand the unique purpose concerning your life, when you fall, you rise. You don't stay there. You see, 
that make it. They make it because of the consciousness of the purpose that they are carrying. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. They, 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 are so, they are so conscious and aware of it. They pursue it to the end. They pursue it to the end. Because they understand the purpose behind it. When it fails, they try again. When it fails, they try again. Say, no, this thing must what? Must start. Number five. Purpose produces perfection or completion. It is at that point where the intent for the creation of the thing has what? Fulfilled. The intent for the creation of the thing has been what? Fulfilled. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Are we following? Now let's narrow down on the purpose of God from hallelujah. So he's talking about the purpose of purpose, three things. Now we are talking about what purpose produces or the power of purpose. Now we are going to talk about the purpose of God. What is the purpose of a fool? A basic purpose of a fool. Communication, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we can say the purpose of a phone is for what? Communication. A phone exists for what? Communication. Hallelujah. You understand? Now when we talk about the purpose of God, that's not what we mean. God does not exist for something. If we talk about the purpose of God, we are talking about the intention of God. So the message title can also be the intent of God. It can mean the pleasure of God. Not the purpose of which God would exist. Does it make sense? You understand? Now, this is very, very important. Why is it important? It's important because, number one, God is what? Eternal. God is the uncaused cause. Praise the Lord. Eh? He was not caused, but he caused. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Now, the moment you say that God exists for a purpose, then you are saying that there was a purpose that preceded God. I thought that purpose preceded what? Existence or action. So it means that there is something that caused God to be, which is not so. We are talking about the intention of God. Not that God exists for a purpose. No, God is eternal. Everything about God is eternal. He, he is just there. So nobody produced God to, to, to function a particular way. And God is not there to function a particular way. Hallelujah. That is why the I am that I am. What becomes purpose, or what becomes his purpose, his purpose is what he decides. Hallelujah. Are we following? Okay. Now, now that you understand that, then you can understand the other things that we are going to talk about. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number one. The purpose of God is God. 
Zubele Brando Mafos Kebanda. She can take it, David Hathos. Thank you, Jesus. So the purpose of the Godhead is the Godhead. Now, the purpose of the Father in the Godhead is the Son. The purpose of the Son in the Godhead is the Father. In the long run, it's going to be the purpose of God is God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's look at some scriptures. Ephesians chapter 1. Are we there? Let's read from verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven in Christ. For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love. So we, we, are, we are seeing the execution of the Father according to his purpose. We'll see that very soon. But this execution concerns what? The Son. He predestined us to be adopted through Jesus Christ for himself. You see the Father again. According to his saving will. That's verse. To the praise of his glorious grace that he favored us in the beloved, talking about the son in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of our children according to the riches of his grace he made known to us the mission of his will according to his good pleasure that he planned in him, he planned who? in the son for the administration of the days of fulfillment to bring everything together in the who? in the messiah so we are seeing the purpose of God as it did executed in who? In the Son. So if I say that the purpose of the Father is who? In the Son. So all that the Father is doing is to bring all things together in Him. So all that we're seeing is the execution of the purpose of God. But His concern is what? Is in Christ. Jesus, the center or the Father, the, the Son, is the center of what? All this administration or execution of what? Of the purpose of God. But I said that the, the, the purpose of the Son is also what? The Father. First Corinthians chapter 15. First Corinthians chapter 15. Thank you, Holy Father. Verse 27. For he has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when he says all things are put in subjection, it is evident that he is accepted who put all things in subjection to him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself also will be subjected to the one. Who subjected all things to him so that God may be all in all? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I, I, see the purpose. I said the purpose of God is God. Don't be deceived. Everything that is going on now is the purpose is God. That God will be all in all. And he put all things in subjection under the seat and gave him a set over all things to the church. Talking about Jesus, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. 
So we also speak of Jesus as what filling all and in all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are we following? We speak of the Father filling all and in all. Hallelujah. So the purpose of the Father is the Son. The purpose of the Son is who? Is the Father. The, the, everything that we are seeing is actually a product of the mystical fellowship that exists in the world, in the Godhead. When you are thinking about what God wants to do for you, you shouldn't keep your eyes on you. You must keep your eyes on Him. Because what He wants to do in you is not for you, it's for Him. And that is why there are certain things that cannot be changed concerning your life. No matter how much you pray about them. Because it is not for you, it's for Him. Is what he does. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11. You are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you please. Another version. You are worthy, our Lord and God, to, pers- I mean, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed, and were what? And were created. So, the purpose of God is, is actually a product of the pleasure of God. Look at it this way. You have money. Eh? You have money. You have a lot of money. Praise the Lord. You have a lot of money. You feel like buying iPhone Pro Max, Max, Max. Will you buy or not? You buy. Maybe you don't need it. You feel like you just want it. Praise the Lord. You have a lot of money. You want to buy the Blackstar house. Hallelujah. In Ghana, they can sell it to you. Praise the Lord. If you have good money, they will sell it to you. They say, oh, don't worry, we will build another. We will go back to the castle. You can take this one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is just what you feel like doing. That's what you do. Praise the Lord. So, the, out of the riches and abundance that exist in God, 
peace, expressing his pleasure. You understand? First of all, let's read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Now, when we read the scripture initially, I told you that all this is part of the execution of what? Of the purpose of the earth. In this execution, we see what? The riches out of the abundance of grace. Chapter 2, verse 7. Ha, zi mahadabada. I mean, verse 6. And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Next verse. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us. God was already gracious before we sinned. Praise the Lord. Yeah. God was already kind before we sinned. His kindness is abundant. It is, it is too much rich in kindness, too much rich in grace. And that to show to show forth this thing, he, he created man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I'm jumped there. I'll, I'll take you back. I'm jumped. But what I want to submit to you is that all that God is doing is actually a display or an expression of all that he is. It pleases him to show forth. It pleases him to, to, to express himself in all these dimensions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Romans 11, verse 36. For of him and through him and to him are all things. For of him and through him and to him are all things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hello. I'm saying that. Everything that you see is a pleasure of God. But God, I don't know, but I wish you understand the message. I wish you understand. If you understand this one, the moment I start talking about the purpose of God in man, you appreciate it better. Praise the Lord. Because, you see, we, we have been made to think in a particular way and we are missing the point. Even people that become spiritual at some point they think that their their effectiveness is for them it's not for you and that is when you you then begin to compare yourself with people you are wondering hey you are this you are that because you don't understand what god is seeking to achieve your brother is another dimension of the expression of your see Balu Balabaya. Psalm 104. After that, I'll show you, I'll show you three things. Hallelujah. Psalm 104. Number one. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. O oh Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty. Who clothed him? Oh, something. Who clothed him? Himself, good, good answer. That's what I'm saying. It's his pleasure. He, he has what it takes to, to adorn himself. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That you are very great. You are clothed with honor and majesty. Who cover yourself with light as with a garment? You stretch out the heavens like a curtain. So we are seeing the display of the splendor and the glory of God. Now, as part of that display, we see something. Let's verse. He lays 
the beams of his upper chambers in the waters. Who makes the clouds the chariots? Hallelujah. So we are seeing waters, we are seeing clouds, we are seeing the wings of the wind. Hallelujah. He makes his angel spirits, his ministers, the flame of fire. So we are seeing that everything that was created was actually created as an expression of the splendor of God. Angels, men, water, wind, clouds, everything is actually the display of the splendor of God. Hallelujah. God. God found pleasure in creating all these things. Don't have that out of the abundance in Him, He's able to do all things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But don't be full of yourself because the purpose of God is God Himself, not anybody. Not anybody. Creation was for the pleasure of God. The pleasure of God is that which informs the purpose of God. So in God creating, he was satisfying what his pleasure hallelujah praise the lord how does creation bring pleasure to god creation brings pleasure to god by number one their revelation hallelujah or expression so God expressed himself by the things that he has made. Now the things that he has made express him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's why we are saying God will be all and what? In all. Everything. Every, every single thing. Every single thing. We are not talking about men alone. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are not talking about men alone. We are talking about everything that God has made. That he will gather all things in him. Things in heaven. Things on the earth. Everything. Is an expression of all that God is. So there's pleasure in revelation. Praise the Lord. Just by the way they are, they express God. Number two, pleasure by declaration. By their being, they reveal God. But they also utter that is a declaration. So when a man yields or, you know, speaks or walks in the partings of God, such a man is declaring what? The goodness and the greatness of God. Such a man is pleasing God by the way he's living and talking and, 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 and you know, acting. Hallelujah. I don't really understand what I'm trying to say. But that the heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens, they declare the glory of God. Then today, uttering what? Speech. So by what they are, they are the revelation of who God is. But by their declaration, they also bring pleasure to God. Are you understand what I'm saying? Hello? Number three. So there's pleasure revelation, there's pleasure declaration. Then there's pleasure in demonstration. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In fact, that is the beginning. That is that which caused all these. In the demonstration of his awesome power and greatness. In the demonstration of his riches. In the demonstration of the abundance that is within him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I pray that you walk in abundance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Now. Let's read Isaiah chapter 46, verse 10 to 11. 
declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand I will do all my words oh talk to me I'll do all my words you see so the purpose of God is for his pleasure hallelujah what is the purpose of the purpose of God it's what pleasure Calling a bed of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country, indeed I've spoken, I will also bring it to pass. Our purposes, I will also what do it. Isaiah 14. Verse 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely, as I thought, so it shall come to pass, and as our purpose, so it shall stand. That are okay. Next verse. the purpose that is purpose against the whole earth and this is the hand that is spread out over the nations 27 for the Lord of hosts has purpose and who will unknown it a son is stretched out and who will turn it back hallelujah praise the Lord now what I'm submitting to us is that whatever God has purpose he will see to the end that his work is for him so in fact creation was only the beginning of what the purpose of God Creation is at the beginning. Creation was there as, as I said, a demonstration, as a revelation, and forth a declaration. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But there's something beyond that. Now, in Ephesians chapter 1, we see certain aspects of what God decided or intended to do. Let's go to Ephesians 1. And then from there, we'll bring in the church and then we are done. Hallelujah. So blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him. Now, so we have seen the execution of the plan and the purpose of God. So the first thing we see is election, choosing us in him. Election. There was an election or predestination. God, I mean, the foreknowledge of God, the election of men. So he chose us. So we see the presence of men in what? In the purpose of God. Why do we find men in the purpose of God? I will answer that very soon. But watch this. So there's the election. And then there's Christ. Hallelujah. The purpose of the election is Christ. The purpose of the election is who? It's Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hello. We, we said that already. You remember? All right. There is a before the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world, you can look at this as in different different ways. Hallelujah! You can look at it as as uh, what they call it, um, the creation of the world, like physically. What I mean before the heavens and the earth were created. That's what I mean. I can also look at it in terms of times. Hallelujah! Or ages. Praise the Lord. Oh, are we following? Okay, but this is what I want you to understand. That even before God created the heavens and the air, God had chosen us in him. So there was that election. But the purpose of that election is who? Is Jesus. So men were chosen for the sake of Jesus. And the world was created for the sake of what? Of the men. 
Hello. Are you understand what I'm saying? Oh, praise the Lord. So all in all, it all comes back to be the purpose of, of God. There's a that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So there's the election, I mean there's Christ, there's the election, there's creation, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But then, when we enter here, we see something else. What form would this elected being take? How are they going to be like? That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So, in the execution of the purpose of God, according to his pleasure, God was amazing beings, okay? Beings that would carry the very nature that he carries, hallelujah, and would have fellowship with him. So, we see fellowship here, we see fellowship in union or fellowship in essence. I've told you already that all this was as a result of the abundance. So, there was, an, there was abundance of love in God. God is love. God is love. God is love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we are created to commune with God in love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God loves us. Hallelujah. Bible says he, we love because what he first loved us. God commended his love toward us. That when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I said that grace, grace was before sin. Grace was before sin. Grace is, is an eternal quality of God. Exodus chapter 33. Let's read 33. Let's start from verse 18. Okay. And it said, Please show me your glory. Then he said, I'll make all my goodness pass before you, and I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I'll be gracious to whom I'll be gracious, and I have compassion on whom I'll have what? Compassion. Praise the Lord. This was before the, the law was even written. Go to verse 34. And I mean chapter 34, verse 5. Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood within there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. Verse 6. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God merciful. God is abundant in grace and mercy. God is abundant in grace and mercy. He's abundant in love. He's abundant in goodness. He's abundant. He's just, just rich, overrich in all these things. Hallelujah. So in Ephesians chapter 1, we are seeing that Jesus is the center of all the execution of the Father. Hallelujah. Concerning the purpose of pleasure the Godhead. But then we see the election of men in this plan. Why? What did God want to do with men? Ephesians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 22. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, to the elected ones, to the chosen ones. For he chose us in him, that election, that group of people. These are the same group of people we are talking about here. For he chose us in him, the chosen ones, the election ones, I'm elected ones. All things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called 
God according to what his purpose hallelujah so there's a calling the calling is a product of the, the election of God or the predestination of God hallelujah praise the Lord are you following so we are seeing here that he gave all I mean, he gave him to be head over all things to what to the church the gathering of those that have been what called or those that have what elected are we following okay what then does he say which is his body the fullness <laughs> the fullness of him who fills all in all this is with this is what we call the progressive perfection of God is Jesus perfect or not perfect is Jesus complete or not complete Oh, talk to me. Is Jesus complete or not complete? You are afraid to say, say, it's complete. Hallelujah. Why then do we say the fullness? Let's read it in Amplified. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. For in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything what complete, who fills everything everywhere with what? With himself. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he feels everything with his presence the church is Christ's body the completion of him is Christ complete or not complete if you are afraid to say something the church has not come to play games when God was creating Adam it was Jesus he had in mind. Romans chapter 5, verse 14. But from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, death ruled over all human beings. Even over those who did not sin in the same way that Adam did when he disobeyed God's command. Adam was a figure of the one who was to come. Adam was a figure of the one who was to come. So, the one who was to come was in the mind of God when he was creating who? Adam. Praise the Lord. I want to show something for him. Hallelujah. Hello. I take his measurements. And then I show something. Now when I, I hold the thing, you can imagine the form or the structure of the person in that thing. Hallelujah. You understand? But the, the clothing in itself is not the reality. You understand? The clothing in itself is not what? It's not the reality. It's like the way they mold um, uh, metal and other things. They have the real form, which acts as what at the mold. When God was creating man in his own image and likeness, God had Jesus at the mold. The reason why we are the image and likeness of God is because we were both we were created with mold in mind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God created in such a way that Jesus can feel you. So Jesus is a reality. Adam was a shadow. Adam was just a shadow of the, of the reality. That's Jesus. The purpose of God is Jesus. The purpose of the Father is Jesus. It's not Adam. It's not Adam. A figure. It was just a figure of the reality. So the church is the completion, is the progression of the perfection of God. It's, it's the expansion of God. God expands himself in the church. 
Christ expanded himself in the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The church is the amplification of Jesus. in this age. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, the purpose of God for this age eh, is that the church which is the fullness of Christ, which is his body, hmm, as I said, is the progression where if God is continuously going to express himself in a tangible way, the church becomes the medium of what? Expression. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that is where as individuals we also come in. We must fully express God. Praise the Lord. We must fully what? We must fully what? We must fully what? The church is the progression in the perfection of God. Jesus is completing himself. Hallelujah. But the expansion of Jesus is within the church. So when you are doing church, don't just do church for example. Oh, Sunday Naya offering. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is all you think about. And I'm sorry I get the cry. And I'm sorry I want body. I'm sorry I get the cry. Hallelujah. I remember those times that we didn't have instruments. Oh, you people, you are always clapping. You are not dancing and singing here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
The church is not for entertainment. We are not here to entertain you. Do you think we are here to entertain you? The purpose of God in us is the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Allow Christ to express himself fully in you. In all dimension. In all dimension. Bible said to the intent. Eh? To the intent. To the reason. The, to the purpose that of the principalities and powers. Will be made known by the church. What? The manifold wisdom of God. Praise the Lord. Some years ago, I shared a message somewhere. I told them that when you talk about the manifold wisdom of God, we are speaking of the Greek word polypoikulus. Hallelujah. Now, that same word is used in describing the coat of many colors that Joseph wore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, but in the Hebrew text, that is translated, I mean, the Septuagint as polypoikilos. It can mean many colors, but it can also mean reaching the hands and feet. Hallelujah. Such that the garment that is put on covers everywhere except the head. So upon the church is placed the coat of many colors. The coat that reaches the hands and the feet and leaves the head. When the church is walking as it should walk, they will not see anybody, they will see Jesus. Because it's only the head that is outside. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And in that coat, we see the polypoikilos, the coat of what? Medicalists. Praise the Lord. So some people, when they look at the head, they will see red, some will see gold, some will see, they will see many, many things. Hallelujah. That is our God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I understand it. So principalities and powers, they'll be looking. We want to understand this God. God is expressing himself in the church. The church is amplification of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. So if you want to understand, if you want to understand God, look at the church. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the purpose of God. So the church is existing in this dispensation to serve that purpose. After that, we we'll switch into another age. But at the end, in the fullness of time, the purpose of God is who? Is Christ. Hallelujah. And the purpose of Christ who? Is God. Let's be on our feet. Child of God, lift up your voice. Stay up your inner man. Stay up your inner man. Stay up your spirit. We must arise and come to that place. That is what God has destined for us. To be the fullness of Him. To be the completion of Him. To be the progressive perfection of Him. If God is love, love is amplified in the church. Love is multiplied in the church. 
Love is multiplied in many, many people. The power of God is multiplied in the church. All the virtues of God are suitable. He said that they may show for the praises of him that has called them out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are talking about a generation of people that point back to God, that have God as their reference. Shadunal, that should be the focus of our prayer. God, God and God alone, not of ourselves. Except for the shepherd shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler shall from him between his feet, until Shiloh comes. For unto him shall be the gathering of the people. All have been gathered unto him. All have been granted unto him. All have been called unto him. All have been separated unto him. I am.